Welcome to Aquarian Diary, where we discuss issues around the emerging age of Aquarius. I'm your host, John Irving. Thank you for joining me. Greetings all, it's November 7th, 2022. I have a long list of things to talk about, and this is one of them. A few months ago, I heard someone talking about soul contracts. And from my perspective, it struck me that there was a fundamental misunderstanding about the purpose and nature of them. And it's just been at the forefront of my mind lately. And I have a few minutes to record, so I thought I would address that. Fundamentally, the concept of soul contracts is that before we incarnate, we meet with our guides in the non-physical dimensions, and we come up with a plan for our lifetime. And the intention of this plan is for us to have particular experiences that will trigger learning in areas that we need to work on. And of course, it's going to depend a lot on your past lives and your state of evolution. There will be a lot of consulting that goes on to determine what your life plan should be and what experiences would benefit you. And of course, a lot of experiences are not what we here in the physical dimension would necessarily perceive as being pleasant. Experiences can be challenging, and often that is the point. Because through those situations, we can grow tremendously depending on how we respond to those experiences. In the physical, we have free will. We may make choices that negate our plans, the ones that we made prior to incarnating. So there is a degree of uncertainty and chance and chaos in the process. So the life plan is formed, and then there will be other souls who will be incarnating at or around the same time that we are, who will play various roles and create scenes in which we can have those important experiences. In effect, people from our soul group will volunteer to take on various roles. And some of them may not be pleasant, like I said. They may be challenging. So we have a full awareness, basically, of these various scenarios we're going to be going through, and we also know that we will forget what is happening while we are forming these plans with our guides. And so it can be probably a bit intimidating under certain circumstances. And we may even have some hesitation about whether or not we want to embark on this journey, but nothing is forced upon us. There's generally a resting period between lifetimes where we regroup, review, and integrate and process our previous past life. So we're fully charged and rested, however long that takes. I've heard as few as 10 or 15 years, but I believe I've read that the average is something like 60 years. 
between incarnations, you'll probably get different numbers from different sources. Nonetheless, everything is agreed upon. Souls in your soul group are volunteering to support you. They're doing this out of love, even if they know they might be being an a-hole to you. It's all about your own development. There are even cases where other members may make a whole incarnation for that one purpose of you having that experience. And in effect, they are making a sacrifice. So the stage is all set. The show begins. People arrive here, they mature, they have these experiences, some of which are unpleasant and difficult and challenging. And sometimes we are simply balancing karma. So the situation or the relationship or the interaction may serve no other purpose than to simply balance karma from past lives. There is no reward other than that in some cases. So we get here, life is underway, and some people gain an intellectual awareness that soul contracts exist and that they're in place. And some people believe that they can simply cancel soul contracts by setting their intent, doing rituals, ceremonies or whatever, and that you can just simply cancel a soul contract. Well, the problem there is that you're not considering the intent of the soul contract, which is to serve your highest good, and that you have made an agreement to do this with the explicit and informed consent of everyone involved, even if they don't remember engaging in that. And now you here in the physical, lacking that knowledge, decide to try and cancel that contract or that agreement that you yourself entered into for your own highest good. This is the problem I'm trying to describe. You entered into these contracts and agreements consciously and intentionally, recognizing that the outcomes would be in your highest good for whatever reason, whether it was to clear karma or to learn important lessons. So if you do not learn the lessons, you will have to reincarnate and try again. Because you were not forced into this situation against your free will. So if you have difficult relationships or challenging relationships, I would urge you to contemplate what possible lessons these situations may be trying to teach you or expose you to. Because when you learn the lesson, you do not need the karma anymore. And you do not need to play out these roles. But you cannot simply erase soul contracts while you're in the physical, without repercussions. Do you want to reincarnate over and over and over again until you learn the lessons or not? It'd be like going to school, but not doing your homework and flunking out on your exams. Well, you're not going to pass the grade. You're going to have to take the grade over again. Or you can drop out, quit. That's a simple metaphor, but Earth is school, so it's quite accurate. Yes, there are many difficult and challenging situations that we find ourselves in, and I've been in a lot myself. Very challenging. But on deep reflection, sometimes over many years, I have come to understand and appreciate the intent and the benefit from that experience. 
And again, the really important key here is that once you have learned the lesson or cleared the karma, that experience is no longer necessary for you. What you can do is, like I said, try and understand the intent behind the experience and then master it, own it, understand it, recognize it, embrace it, integrate it. If the nature of the connection is karmic, you can do forgiveness, like very sincere forgiveness rituals like ho'oponopono, because maybe you have a karmic debt to that person, and there's all kinds of ways you can work on that energetically. I've done a tremendous amount of this kind of work, and I can assure you that it actually helps. But it all really comes down to the sincerity in your heart, whether you're sincere or not. Have you learned your lesson or not? Very important and critical. Because you can't fake this. There's no cheating in this game. There's no shortcuts. It has to be real and sincere and heartfelt. So, you know, if you're going through a life where you're experiencing a lot of karmic relationships, there's an upside to that. You're going to be free of that karma and no longer need to have those kinds of experiences. And then you will be free from the necessity of the bond with that person to which that experience was linked to. But the concept of simply casting aside soul contracts is misconceived in some ways if you think about it and you understand what the role and purpose of these are. And that these beings are typically your closest allies, in fact. And in some cases, they are making significant sacrifices for your benefit. Like, for example, if somebody is being a real a-hole, Maybe they are not an a-hole in reality at all. Maybe they're a much more highly evolved being who volunteered to help you have a particular experience that would further your evolutionary path. I think that's about all I need to say about this. Thanks for your support. If you have any questions or comments, I always appreciate them. It's helpful to me if you subscribe, like, and share this video if you find it useful. I'll put links in the episode description that are relevant. All the best. Take care. We'll talk to you again soon. Bye for now.